Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Patrick D. McCoy, the African American voice in classical music, and welcome to Across the Arts. Today we are so pleased and honored to bring on to the show um, the founder, the co-founder of the Coalition for African Americans in the Performing Arts, um, Pamela Simonson, and joined by Executive Director Terry. Allen. They are both going to come on the air and join us and talk to us about these wonderful programs in their 10th anniversary season, and we're going to bring them on just now. Hello, are you all on the air? Good morning. You are both live on the air. This is Patrick D. McCoy, the African American Voice of Classical Music. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, Pamela. Good morning. Good morning, Patrick. It is such an honor to have you both on the air, and I just want to get right back, right to it. Talk to us about the Coalition for African Americans in the Performing Arts. How did that come about? Well, Patrick, I just want to say thank you so much for having us on the show this morning. We are so, so honored to be a part of the show. And, um, and thank you for bringing light to an organization that was founded 10 years ago, and uh, our vision, CAPA, the Coalition for African Americans in the Performing Arts, is to help bring color to the classics. Mm. And, and ways that we go about doing that is we, we go into the community. We have a community outreach uh, arts organization, um, and we have uh, a mission to help provide opportunities for African American classical musicians and others in the performing arts and we and we have that mission brought to light through performance, education, and outreach. That is fascinating. Now, Pamela, I understand that you're a musician also. So talk to me about. Um, I know that um, Victor's not on the phone, but just talk to me about your know, relationship between you and your brother. As far as he's a pianist, correct? He is. My brother Victor Simonson is a classically trained pianist and has done a lot of work um, and gone on tours and. And, and been a performer for many, many years at this point. And I myself am a soprano, an opera singer. And the two of us grew up um, with, afforded many opportunities through organizations and churches that um, allowed us the opportunity to perform. But not only that, gave us the support financially and otherwise to um, go out and pursue our dreams in music and classical music specifically. And so we decided back in 2003 that the two of us should uh, go ahead and give back to the community and give others the opportunity to do the same by founding Kappa. That's amazing. Now, Terry, how do you yes. fall into the mix of all of this? What's your background as far as music goes? Well, I just want to echo Pamela's thank you. We're very grateful to this opportunity to be able to, to share a little bit about Kappa and what we're all about. But my um, relationship with Victor and Pamela um, as an arts advocate is that I am also their mother. <laughs> so when um, the idea was born to to do something and to be able to give back, as Pamela said, um, very supportive arts organizations, uh, fraternities, sororities, all kinds of organizations in Long Island, New York, um, you know, being their mother and being supportive of their 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 goals and careers, I I came on board with the idea of Kappa, the Coalition for African Americans in the Performing Arts, and and it's just a testimony to.
their passion and their love as other musicians are in the uh, in the field to be able to want to do this and to help uh, nurture and to support other African-American classical musicians. I, Patrick, am not a musician by profession. I've, I've only taken a few piano lessons in my life. I don't know... Uh, uh, a lot about the, um, the, the, um, the, the the area, field of opera and so forth, but my love and support of the arts is paramount, and this is what helps drive the vision of Kappa. Speaking of driving the vision of Kappa, let's talk about this year, um, as Pamela alluded to, this year is your 10th anniversary year season. Congratulations. Thank you so Thank much. You. We are so excited. Thank you so and much. And I'm, I'm sure with anniversaries you have all types of activities and, and celebrations and milestones that, that encompass that. Let's move a little bit, uh, just a little tad as we as you kick off the anniversary. Talk about, um, I understand there's a major event coming up on Tuesday, September the 17th, Melody of Art. Talk a little bit about that and how people can get involved with that. Thank you. Yes, uh, Melody of Art um, actually began eight years ago in a, in a private home in Fort Washington, Maryland. It was uh, attended by just a, a, a handful of people. The not following year, we um, uh, did it again, and uh, it was always held on the eve of the Congressional Black Caucus in support of those individuals who were coming in town and uh, displaying their work at the caucus. The, the Coalition for African Americans in the Performing Arts took this um, opportunity to be able to support classical musicians. And it, as I mentioned, it started out in a home. It just grew and grew and grew. And from there, uh, we then um, went up to Silver Spring to a venue there. We presented Melody of Art. And uh, since then, then National Harbor. And now, uh, for Tuesday, uh, for our, in honor of our 10th anniversary, we're taking it to the next level, and we're going to be at the Atlas Performing Arts Center in Washington, D.C., uh, for the Melody of Art pre-caucus reception starting at 7 o'clock. And guess what? It's free. What? Oh. The only thing that people have to do, and we ask respectfully, is that they RSCP via um, email uh, to info at four, the number four, kappa, C-A-A-P-A, dot org, to get their names on the guest list, and uh, we would appreciate that so that we have, uh, you know, an estimate of numbers. But it is a wonderful occasion where we bring together uh, African-American classical musicians, poets, um, and visual artists will be displaying their work. It's a very exciting time on Capitol Hill for the caucus, and as you know, uh, they uh, wind down their week with a big black tie event at the convention center, but this is just a pre-caucus event, and we feature Kappa's signature cocktail called the Opera Teeny. And, Mm. Patrick, you can guess what that is. There is a cash bar, there's valet parking uh, for $10 per car, and the attire is business chic. Mm. Well, that that sounds... Very, very, very intriguing. So, but the thing that I want to bring out to the listeners is the first thing that caught my attention is when Terry said that it was F R E E, 
It's free. <laughs> That's right. Right. So, so it's certainly that makes it even more worthwhile. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about the event because um, one of the the facets of this whole thing is the fact that Kappa does a lot of community partnerships with very various organizations in the community and has certainly made uh, many inroads for the positive, especially you know bringing light to African Americans in classical music. One of your honoree, honorees is the Washington Chorus and Julian Wachter. Could you maybe talk about um, how how that came, the decision came maybe to honor Julian and maybe the relationship of the Washington Chorus to Kappa? Well, yes. As a matter of fact, Patrick, uh, the Washington Chorus, and specifically Julian Wachner, who's the um, musical director and uh, the executive director, Diane Peterson, have really been catalysts in the community in bringing African-American classical musicians and composers to the community. Uh, The partnership that we've had uh, over the past couple of years is that we uh, do their educational outreach element. In, uh, and what we do is that we partner with local organizations and churches as a part of our uh, audience development theme and community outreach to bring the composers uh, to the people instead of just uh, just being a far and distant. This is an intimate uh, relationship that is formed at these seminars, and the Washington Chorus is very supportive in being there, and the composer actually does a presentation. And what happens is is that this past year when we did it, Melanie Damore was the featured composer, uh, what happens is, is that uh, uh, many, many, many African Americans who wouldn't ordinarily go to a concert, after they've gone to the seminar, they're offered complimentary tickets. And we were able to partner with a local uh, transportation uh, charter company, and we provided free transportation to the concert and raising the uh, uh, audience uh, in percentages by bringing color to the classics to the actual Washington Chorus audience. And we were very, very pleased to note that this was probably a a paramount year in terms of a representation uh, of the the African-American community at these concerts that they do. And uh, to piggyback on that, in... in, um because we have had that partnership with the with uh, the Washington Chorus and Julian Walker and Diane Peterson for several years now, we felt that it, uh, it we felt it best to honor them at our event on the 17th to let them know that we appreciate what they're doing in the community, we appreciate what they've done for Kappa, and we want to continue that partnership so that they know that um, we want to acknowledge them as a, one of the premier organizations in this in this uh, area as well and in the country. Thank you so much. Another honoree on that program is certainly another force to be reckoned with in terms of <clears throat> excuse me their excuse me their contributions to um, especially exposing young people to the arts and that's Kathy Brewington with the Washington Performing Arts Society. Could you talk maybe a little bit about her and maybe uh, just her importance to the vision of Kappa? Oh, certainly. She was one of our very very first arts organizations. Uh, that we um, were in contact with when Kappa first came on the scene, and she was very supportive in attending our events. But Kathy is, serves as the uh, Director of uh, Education with the Washington Performing Arts uh, Society, as well as the Director, she's the Assistant Director for Education, and she is the Director of Gospel Outreach. 
And uh, in that, she is uh, responsible for helping pull together the very popular programs, Men and Women of the Gospel and Children of the Gospel, which are always held at the Kennedy Centers. And we just feel that she is just doing a wonderful, wonderful work and outreach uh, to the African-American community in bringing arts and color to the classics. And we wanted to honor her as well. Oh, that's fascinating, Terry. Thank you. The thing that I really like is that over the years, you know, Kappa has really honored a rich palette of, of persons who have, have brought contributions. Um, um, Jay Weldon Norris, Richard Smallwood, and the list goes on and on. So you all are certainly commended for giving this platform to, to honor these great luminaries. Thank you all so much. Oh, oh it's an honor. It's an honor and a, pr- a privilege for us to be able to highlight those people that uh, some some may may not even know, and they're introduced to, and then therefore their their work is being appreciated by more masses. Wow. Now, Terry, I want to take a moment to honor you because the the thing that really piqued my interest to really want to do this particular interview was I came across an article. I guess it was a week ago. In the Washington Post that Anne Majette, uh wrote, and it highlighted all the women leaders in the arts and so forth and so on. But I must say that your name was not necessarily on that list, but you are certainly uh, one of the, the leaders in the arts in the Washington community, especially as, as it pertains to bringing diversity to the palette of which we see when we go to a classical music concert. So I want to publicly on the air say thank you. Yes. We are so proud of our executive director, and we thank you. We thank you, Terry. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's it's really an honor and a privilege, and I just love, love the music so much. And I would love to – I want to just share a a quick little story. When Pamela was a younger woman just starting out as uh, an aspiring uh, artist, she did a concert in Long Island, New York, and she had on a beautiful, beautiful pink gown to the floor, just a, a just a rich pink color. There was a little girl, she couldn't have been more than four or five years old, sitting in the front row of that concert forum. And when Pamela came out in this beautiful pink outfit and her hair was just gorgeous, and she opened her mouth and started singing classical music, I looked at that little girl, and I saw that in that moment, her life had been transformed by seeing an African-American cla- a, a singer singing Italian arias. And, she, and I could see that this little girl was just transfixed with Pamela performing. And I know that if we uh, are able to do those types of things for other young people and adults who have never had an opportunity to, to see it, you know, our community leans towards R&B, we lean towards gospel, we lean towards hip-hop, lean towards hip-hop and jazz, and there's nothing wrong with that. I love all genre of music. But for us to be performing in classical, uh, the classical genre and for African Americans to see us performing in, in the classical genre, is just it just does my heart just so proud. And this is what dry, helps to drive me to uh, uh, push this organization forward in bringing color to the classics. But thank you that so is much. certainly inspirational, and I want to um, just push a little bit forward as we round out our time together. I know that Melody of Art is the next immediate event, as we spoke about, which is Tuesday, September the 17th, um, and it's free at the Atlas in Washington. But I also wanted to push a little bit forward. Your first 
um, well, your next event after that is yes. your Gershwin and Grits event. Could you maybe talk yes. about that? And yes, of course. The Gershwin and Grits. Um, it's it's a cruise. It's a brunch cruise, and it's on Saturday, October twenty sixth, uh, from ten a.m. to one p.m. It's leaving out of the Washington Marina on Virginia's Jewel is the name of the uh, the cruise line. And mm-hmm. it's going to be an event that features uh, a variety of grits um, because our, our theme is Gershwin and grits. And so we'll have um, some um, different gr- grits dishes. But also we have a variety of performers that that will be singing Gershwin classics. And so um, in particular we'll have some Porgy and Beth selections, but also some other Gershwin uh, selections that are that we find people would love to hear, um, and and this this is going to be um, by some of uh, some of some of the local talent that we have here in the in the, uh, in Washington, the uh, Washington area, area. some cla- some classical musicians, um, and we are hoping that people will come out and support this event, and we look forward to it. The uh, there'll be more information uh, coming soon about that as well. It sounds amazing. Well, I certainly want to say again, thank you all for all that you do in terms of arts advocacy. It's it's certainly wonderful to have a group of um, people that are dedicated to making sure that everyone has an equal um, footing in classical music. And just as um, I close, um, Terry, I guess I, I could direct this to you, Um even though, of course, it's 2013 and, and a lot of things have changed, um, how do you see uh, maybe Kappa in terms of continuing to uh, provide, um, I guess, platforms, performance platforms for um, African-American performers? Because I think as um, even as Pamela was hinting on the, the local talent that's going to be involved with the uh, Gershwin and Grits, like sometimes we have all these wonderful singers and musicians around, but they don't get a platform. Could you maybe talk about a little bit further about Kappa's role as far as presenting maybe emerging uh, artists, particularly African-American artists? Sure. Well, you know, uh, it's unfortunate that only 3% of musicians in the United States are of African-American uh, um, heritage that perform in orchestras. And those numbers aren't significantly different when it comes to opera companies and chamber music ensembles. Only 3%, Patrick, and that lack of supportive role models and music budget programs and elitist, you know, that elitist stereotype of African Americans not loving classical music, Kappa wants to get rid of that and dispel that, uh, that, it, those, that stereotype. We want to be able to embrace classical music as much as uh, other genre of music and incorporate that into our lifestyle if possible. And while there are no simple solutions, what CAPA's goals are is to bring color to the classics in a way where it's palatable. Let me give you an example really quickly. We have an event called Paintings, Poetry, Puccini, and Pasta. Now, at this event in April during National Poetry Month on April the 10th at um, the Busboys and Poets, what happens is is that we fuse together the visual art, the spoken word art, and the classical music. So there will be people coming just to hear the poetry or just to see the art, but what they're going to get is an infusion of classical
classical music. And this way, once they get that exposure, who knows what may happen after that. And that 3% uh, uh, ratio of musicians in orchestras may be increased just by one person being um, compelled to go out and share. You know, listen, we we heard some classical musicians. You know, maybe I'd like my son or my daughter to start taking piano lessons or violin lessons or flute lessons. And we see it in other communities. And we want this to also happen in the African American community. But we've taken on that challenge as an organization. We're emerging artists. We want to support. We want to support our aspiring artists. We want to support our high school students. We have scholarships available for our high school uh, students that want to go into classical music. We support and partner with different um, performers if they want to do a recital or if they are in need of funding. You know, just contact us, and if we're able to, we're going to do it. And uh, you know, with your prayers and with the community and your listeners' support. We would be we'll be able to to move forward in making sure that we indeed bring color to the classics. Yes, you will. Thank you so much. Now, if a one wants, if a person, uh, whether it's a musician or an aficionado, wants to be involved with Kappa, how do we get involved as far as membership? Well, Patrick, we can uh, we have a website that we that is. Um, for the number four kappa c a a p a dot org, and the, all of the information is on the website as to where you can um, donate with on PayPal, and you can also find us on Facebook and like us on Facebook. Um, but on the website, it does give a listing of all of the activities, and it also gives you the opportunity to donate, and it also has an application for membership. So um, so that's where you can do all of that. Again, it's for the number four, Kappa, C-A-A-P-A dot org. Thank you so much, Pamela. And before you go, I just want to again thank the Coalition for African Americans in the Performing Arts, its Executive Director, Terry Allen, and one of the co-founders, Pamela Simonson, which is her daughter. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank, thank you so, so much, for Patrick. Being... We really, really <laughs> appreciate you. Oh, thank you. I just want to thank them so much for being um, on the air today to discuss the Coalition of African Americans and Performing Arts, which is in its 10th anniversary season. Again, I just want to reiterate the melody of our event, which is the Pre-Congressional Black Caucus Reception on September the 17th, and that is at 7 o'clock at the Atlas Theater on the uh, H Street Corridor there in Washington, D.C. I hope that you all can go ahead and RSVP online. Again, please like Kappa on Facebook and just learn more about this wonderful organization that continues to bring color to the classic. But I just want to just reiterate, you know, um, there's an old adage, you know, the more things change, the more things uh, stay the same. And um, it's so wonderful to have this organization that is still providing a platform uh, for African-American performers, particularly who may not get the, the same kind of opportunity. So uh, thank you all again so, so much. Is there any closing thought that you may want to give to an aspiring young person who may be on the road to classical music? I want to tell those, as as a uh, classically trained opera singer, a soprano, um, that I, I was discouraged by so many in saying, well, you know what, um, black people sing gospel, black people sing <laughs> sing, uh, um, sing R&B, and, um, and, you know, they weren't encouraging to me as an opera singer, and I want to encourage 
those young people out there that want to pursue that but uh, may be swayed by someone else, do what you love. Yes. Go after your dream. No matter what it takes, no matter how difficult, you can succeed. You yes. can be one of us. And we are so we are so um, encouraging to young people to really pursue the, the classical music field because we need more of us. Yes. And we all want to stick together with that and encourage each other and lift each other up. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely would, would encourage people to um, go to the conservatories of music if you want to study and and um, and to to bring color to the classics there. And uh, that, that would really make a difference. Thank you so much. Again, this has been Patrick D. McCoy, the African-American voice of classical music on Across the Arts. And we, again, are so thankful for our guests, Terry Allen and Pamela Simonson of the Coalition for African Americans in the Performing Arts, bringing color to the classics. Oh my gosh, it just it just resonates within my spirit when I say that because we do need <laughs> to bring color to the classics, and it's so wonderful to to have this opportunity and this platform. Again, I am Patrick D. McCoy, the African American voice of classical music. If you would like me on Facebook, you can follow me on Twitter at Patrick D. McCoy, and just. Find out what's going in, you know, being in the know about classical music. Uh, again, I will be at Melody of Art on September 17th, and we look forward to seeing you. Again, we've been speaking with Terry Allen, the Executive Director of the Coalition for African American Performing Arts, as well as Pamela Simpson. This has been Patrick D. McCoy, the African American voice in classical music, wishing you all a great day. <laughs>